0: Welcome back to America's leading higher education podcast network, the EdUp Experience, where we make education your business. This is EdUp EdTech, dedicated to interviewing leaders at the front end of technology and innovation in education, hosted by the amazing, the outstanding, the incredible Holly Owens. Now let's get to it and hear from your host, Holly Owens.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of ed up ed tech. My name is Holly Owens and I'm your host. And today we have a fabulous guest with us. Who's going to talk about some amazing stuff in higher education. We have Yasara. I'm going to say that wrong. I'm just going to have you say it because it just makes it easier. So Yasara. Please pronounce your last name properly. (laughs) There we go. I'm going to mess it up with my my very American accent. And I am so excited to have you here. You are the director of academics at Prospects Academy. And we're going to have a wonderful, engaging conversation. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Holly. Well, we always like to ask our guests we want to talk about your journey so give us the story of how you journeyed into higher education
2: so my journey into higher education has been quite interesting um the experiences i've had in my childhood i believe definitely has had an impact Um, my mother switched careers when i was about five years of age from the corporate sector to the education field and she was starting to become a teacher and she used to take me for her lectures. And later on, she opened her own preschool and got, got me involved in all the activities. So I used to help children with their classwork, organize concerts and annual events. And also I had training on staff recruitment, managing finances and logistics as well. So basically the whole gamut of running a preschool. So my father's support in all of this must be commended as well. And I started teaching piano music for kids when I was around 16 years of age, which I really enjoyed. And my paternal grandfather was also serving in the education sector. He was a K-12 principal and a curriculum developer for the Ministry of Education of Sri Lanka, and also authored a couple of books and translations which were used as textbooks for school children um my maternal grandfather was a medical doctor but he was a strong advocate for higher education as well so listening to stories about them definitely inspired me to be who i am and i should also mention about my husband who is serving in the education sector currently and has extensive knowledge and experience who is an inspiration for me and constantly supports me So um, when I was a teenager, I was really interested in how the human mind works and how it manifests in behavior. So I did my bachelor's degree in psychology and then I developed a keen interest in how psychology can be applied to the education field. So I continued to study psychology for my master's degree and specialized in child and educational psychology. Now I'm reading for my doctorate in education and I'm currently serving as the director of academics at. Prospects Academy in Colombo, Sri Lanka. Um, I oversee all academic programs, liaise with uh, international partner universities, and I also get occasionally involved in developing marketing strategies and management as well.
1: Wow, that's a that's a fantastic story, and it sounds like you have been you know, influenced in education by your family members, and then you did it yourself, and now you've grown to love it, and I did check out your bio, and I was like, oh, she's psychology, so this is going to be good to talk about some of the psychological things that happen in in higher education if we want to, we can uh, have time to get into that, but that's a wonderful story, and I'm so glad that people like you exist because and enjoy education, and, and Teaching in preschool or running a preschool, that takes a lot of patience. (laughs) It sure does. (laughs) So now that you've been in the, and I want to, oh yeah, I wanted to say that I'm a doctoral student too, and I know the amount of stress and time and commitment that takes. So you're doing a lot of different things um, while you're being the director of Prospects Academy, and I wish you all the best in that because that we could have a whole different episode about all the (laughs) challenges of the doctoral uh, process. So Mm -hmm. I wanna know, how do you personally define higher ed? What's your definition?
2: I would define higher education as an avenue for you to grow, experiment with what you're passionate about and find yourself. It should not be limited to a paper qualification, but the knowledge you gain through higher education must be applied for your career advancement and skill development as well. Therefore, it definitely provides employment opportunities. Not only does it help individuals with their own personality development, but an entire society and community reap the benefits as well.
1: I love that. That's so straightforward. And I loved how you connected that to, It's benefiting the learner. It's connecting to the work environment, um, because that's what learners want. So if we're not creating courses or programs that do that, then what's the point, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Prospects Academy. You've been there for almost a decade, which is awesome. And you're, you're the director of academics. So tell me a little bit about what is Prospects Academy?
2: So, Prospects Academy is a higher education institute based in Colombo, Sri Lanka. We have been in operation since 2009. Uh, We offer foundation to master's level programs in education, business, IT and psychology. Prospects Academy has several international partnerships, including Monash University, Deakin University and University of Western Sydney in Australia, Bangor University in the UK and AEU Malaysia. I recently co-founded Prospects College of Higher Education, which we are launching in a few weeks' time. This entity was formed to attract the undergraduate students, as currently our student population mostly consists of postgraduate students.
1: Whoa, so you're doing, you're co-founding something new, too. Add that to the list of all the success and things that you're doing. What, so, you know, I want to... I want to kind of um, deviate here for a minute from the questions and I warned you this might happen. Um, But in higher education in the States and, you know, stateside, we have a lot of like accrediting bodies, people that have to approve things for programs to be approved. Um, Mm -hmm. And it sounds like Prospects Academy, what you have, you have things on an international level as well. So what are some of the things that differ in terms of like, what are you guys offering, um, that students would be very attracted to and want to take? And, you know, can you have, you have international students, say, from the States? And obviously, you're in other countries and have um, those programs there. So talk a little bit about that. What, what are some of the things that the students can expect?
2: So at Prospects Academy, majority of our student population are Sri Lankans. But we do have a few international students, especially from the Maldives. So there is um, scope and opportunity for international students to study in Sri Lanka as well. Uh, uh, In terms of accrediting bodies, so we have the University Grants Commission in Sri Lanka. So all degree programs are accredited by this uh, government body. And uh, for international universities, there is a sort of provision from the University uh, University Grants Commission where they accredit programs from different countries all over the world so the universities that we have affiliated with are all accredited by the university grants commission and also our center is um, accredited by the tertiary and vocational education commission in Sri Lanka as well
1: that's awesome And it sounds like it's a very similar process to what we do here. Like somebody's, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but somebody's got to watch you and approve you for the programs that you're putting out there to make sure you're meeting the needs of learners. But I was looking at some of your subjects and of course I went straight to the masters of education
0: because Mm -hmm. that's
1: where my comfort, my uh, comfort level is. And I'm so excited to see that you have. You have the fundamentals of instructional technology. You have the web based learning and principles of instructional design as part of that program and yeah. like Ed Psych. And it's that's that is so great. And I bet those programs have become pretty popular in the days of COVID. Um, Definitely. So yes. yeah, people are probably asking a lot of questions about how do I get enrolled in these classes.
2: Yes. So, so, in fact, the master of education is one of our most popular programs so as you could see there is a combination of uh, really good subjects and uh, subjects like fundamentals of instructional technology uh, has been quite popular in the recent times as you rightly mentioned
1: yeah and i i just know because i teach in an instructional technology program too that those are the ones that are starting to get the traction and the 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 attention that they deserve, because these are really, really great programs. And um, so let's talk a little bit more about Prospects Academy. So tell us about the things that you're you're doing. You know, you you mentioned you're co-founding another a part of the academy. So give us some more details about that. Tell us all about all the wonderful things so we can uh, we can get that out there to the audience.
2: Right so uh, I would say the level of academic and student support we provide is one of our strengths and our student testimonials and feedback from students uh, talk about the excellent support we provide and students can access even the top management for their queries and we have a very friendly and approachable atmosphere. We also take academic integrity seriously and Um, We are the first private education institute to establish a degree completion program for early childhood education in Sri Lanka, and an online MBA program, and the first institute to have an articulation with a foreign university for early childhood education.
1: Well, that definitely deserves a congratulation. That's amazing. And thank you so much for getting that out there. So congratulations on putting out some great programs and Information for learners, and I bet you it feels good to be a part of that team that is has put the stuff out there and being the first—that always feels good.
2: Yes, actually, it was a challenge at first because online education at the time was not very common or popular in Sri Lanka. But once the students um, sort of got the, like you know, uh, understood the benefits and also the. Um, when you do a program online, there are certain aspects that to be look into, like um, providing one-on-one support, and also the student portal is available with uh, a great library. So students had that um, uh, sort of uh, facilities. They they have these these facilities which are available for them. So uh, and also an MBA is usually done by uh, you know working professionals so with their, you know the work schedule and all it was quite easy for them to um sort of um, you know get uh, used to this uh, mode of learning
1: yeah so they could yeah i know that's something that's popular you know internationally around the globe is with online education it really allows that flexibility um for the people who are maybe already working or have full-time families that online provides that platform where they can just do it on their own time. So I know that people are really, really appreciating that sort of modality at this point in time. And speaking Absolutely. speaking of that, let's talk about COVID. So mm-hmm. we're about two years into this pandemic that doesn't seem to be going away Anytime sooner, as fast as we'd like it to, and I know we recently had a surge in the states with the the variant and whatever variant Omicron that is mm-hmm. out there. And um, so, tell us about how Prospects Academy is handling things and shifting in a post COVID world.
2: So most of our programs took a blended learning approach during the pre pandemic era as well. And some of our students were already following our courses totally online. Therefore, switching to completely an online platform for teaching and learning has been a relatively smooth uh, transition. Currently, majority of the classes are held online via Zoom. And our students have adapted to the new norm. And some of them prefer to continue online due to its many benefits.
1: Yeah, I would say that's... That's something that's even though, and I don't know if it's happening in Sri Lanka, as much as it's happening in the United States, and you can speak to this, but we have some pushback about continuing things online and people want to go back to, for lack of better words, the old way. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, online has has proven itself. So why would we want to do that? It, it, it works. So are you still get, are you getting the same t- sort of feedback from the culture and the society there, or is it, is it different?
2: Well, it depends on the age group of students. So, That's a good point,
1: that's a good point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the postgraduate students um, seem to find online learning more convenient as opposed to undergraduate students or younger students who prefer to go to you know, the university or the school and, you know, to meet their friends and uh, do classes in person. So uh, yes, we have had mixed views about this. So I think definitely the age group of students really matter here.
1: Yeah, and I'm doing some, speaking of dissertation, I'm doing some doctoral work on Generation Z. Mm -hmm. Um, So they definitely have a, a different understanding of what Um, virtual digital spaces are and how to work and, you know, take classes in them, as opposed to say like an older millennial or, or a Gen Xer or the, you know, the baby boomers, those sorts of generations. It's definitely a different, a much different group. It sounds like you are doing some really amazing work at Prospects Academy and you're offering support um, to your students and you're giving them programs that are, you know, really, um, cognizant and, you know, built for them to be successful in careers that exist today. Uh, so I love all that you're doing and also your passion for education too comes through when you're talking about, um, prospects Academy. So it really sounds like a lot of wonderful stuff you're doing there.
2: Thank you. Thank you for your kind sentiments.
1: Oh, you're welcome. So and let's, you know, this this is going by really fast, but I have two final questions that I like to ask every guest and I want to make sure we covered everything. So the first is, did we miss anything? Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience about Prospects Academy? And then as you're a higher education expert and you have all this experience in the field, I want to know what does the future of higher education look like?
2: Well, I would like to draw the attention of our listeners to two aspects. First is the impact of online learning for its stakeholders. Teachers, students and parents are all going through a lot during these unprecedented times. I think it's important to be empathetic to each other. Teachers had to switch to online teaching overnight and it has been a challenging experience, especially for educators who did not have access to technology. And the students had to adapt to a new environment quickly and you know it was demanding so to sit at a computer for hours and um, also having issues with accessibility. um, was was a challenge so parents too had to face many challenges working from home so it's important to be kind to each other and support each other to get through these trying times.
1: I'm and- so glad you're saying this and so well said. The empathy is is so important. We put a lot of pressure on people when the pandemic happened to still continue to operate at these high levels when there's literally a disease that's spreading, a virus spreading and killing people, but we mm-hmm. still expect high results. So I'm so glad you mentioned the em- empathy part.
2: Yes, and secondly, it's important to note that education is a lifelong process, and you're never too old to learn. So it's essential to sharpen your skills regularly. In this ever-changing world, it's it's important to uh, you know uh, to be educated. And uh, so my message to anyone who's thinking twice about getting a qualification is to is to just do it because there's never a better day day than today. And Absolutely. I- So, um, if I may talk a bit about the future of higher education.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what's in that crystal ball. Give us the future.
2: So uh, I believe the nature of jobs is changing and universities must ensure that students are equipped with problem solving and even cross-disciplinary skills. So in Sri Lanka, there are many opportunities opening, opening up for students with globalization and advancements in technology. So we at Prospects Academy also ensure that students receive a holistic learning experience. And globally, I believe it is the same students are exposed to a wide array of learning experiences. But of course, the way students are learning is drastically changing, especially with the current pandemic, we've seen so many changes in the mode of learning. So we need to rethink and evaluate strategies when moving forward and students should be exposed to authentic situations to probe their critical thinking skills, for example. And also I think it's remarkable how far we have come with the expansions in science and technology. For example, we have assistive technology which aids neurodiverse students and you know, there's virtual simulation, which is used marvel- marvelously for students to experience real life scenarios. And um, also research suggests that metaverse is the way forward to make social connections. And this would be a mode of learning for future generations as well.
1: Yes, and that sounds like what you're bringing to the Academy. All the Mm -hmm. things that you're saying about the future is the things that you're actually implementing um, and doing for current learners so that you can stay in line with what is changing in the future. So Yassara. Yasar, you have really taken us through the journey of how you got into this higher ed space and all the wonderful things that you're doing at Prospects Academy. And I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing all this with the audience. So thank you.
2: My pleasure, Holly. Thank you for having me.
1: No problem. Well, that wraps up another episode of Ed Up Ed Tech.
2: Prospects Academy recently partnered with the University of Arizona to offer bachelor's degree programs in a variety of disciplines. These programs will be delivered by the faculty of the University of Arizona through an online platform. And we also partnered with Murdoch University Australia to provide a pathway for students completing our diploma in business to pursue their bachelor's degree.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Ed Up Ed Tech with your host, Holly Owens. You can follow Holly on LinkedIn. You can also visit her website at jollyholly.me to find out more about what she's up to. Please head to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content and leave us a rating, review, and please subscribe to be notified of future episodes. This has been another incredible episode of Ed Up Ed Tech with your host, Holly Owens.